Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer. Ho! Woo! Wub wub womp womp. <laughs> oh my god! I'm a little, I'm a little bass head now. Bass head. Bass head. Oh my god! Before we, before we talk about, before we talk about that a little bit, uh, before we talk about that a little bit, Mickey, yes. Gear Five, cap or no cap? It's so fucking uh, sick. It's no cap. It's so stupid. It is. Look, look like cap, bro. You guys just don't understand. It is awesome. Chambers, have you seen this? No, what, you know what the fuck about? is Gear 5? Okay. It's One Piece. Mick, Mickey, you want to explain what Gear 5 is? For a layman like Chambers, please don't. So, yeah, please I'm tone it down. Yeah, no, I don't know. the nerd I'll, shit, okay, Mickey? I'll tone down. So Gear 5 is essentially Luffy, the main character in One Piece, uh, okay. pretty much achieving his peak power. And essentially his power is just supposed to represent uh, his freedom because all Luffy wants in One Piece is just freedom. That is his number one priority. It's just the, pow- the power of freedom. Doing whatever yeah. he wants. He doesn't want to be tied down by anything. If he dies, he wants to do it by his choice. Like it's Man. it's all he's all about freedom. And his peak of power is like pretty much turned into like a like cartoony, very Tom and Jerry inspired to like represent this freedom that he has control of anything. He can do what he wants. He went Super Saiyan five, and turns out Super Saiyan five is like, going be. It was like just oh, really yeah. It, it, it had all the cartoon yeah. effects. Like he he yeah. was throwing a dragon around, punch him in the head. The the dragon had the big bulge, the cartoon bulge after someone hits you in the head, and also like the bird spinning around. Like you're confused. And did this happen in a TV show? Did this happen last show? week? Yes, it, happened, it happened in One Piece in the latest episode. It happened last La- week? This, or when did it happen? Uh, Saturday. Today? Saturday, 7 p.m. Okay, it happened on Saturday. Pacific time. That's, uh, man, uh, you know, I saw <laughs> I saw a meme, Mickey, and it, I this is what, like, made me know that Gear 5 happened. Because, like, over the years, as I have, like, seen One Piece stuff on, like, social media, mm-hmm. Reddit, friends that have been into One Piece, I know that, like, Gear 3, Gear 4. And I know that like it's gone up and up, right? And it's been like a big moment. I saw a meme. Someone was at a club getting bottle service and the sign said Gear 5. <laughs> and, like it was like That's getting awesome. bottle service to celebrate Gear 5. That's awesome. And I was like I would have wow, cheered if I saw that shit. sign. <laughs> is he not free within the show right now? Like what's what's holding him down? Yeah, is he is he indebted to somebody or No, well just like there's maybe some the gambling debt. What? No, there's it's hard to explain. He's it's not just short literally. Yeah. He's not literally not free. He's just. It's more like a his n- uh, number one desire. Yeah, just get uh, obtaining the ultimate freedom is his number one desire. What's the ultimate freedom? But pr- pr- being king of the pirates, essentially. Oh, but then he because oh. rule of the sea, okay. ruler of the sea Steve. has the, from, I, rule of the sea has the greatest authority on the sea, which means you can do whatever you want. I'm assuming it's cool. I I will I will assume it's cool. I'm, I'm not here to bash I, um, Yeah, I'll refrain. I, I know Matt is, I've Matt's always had a weird relationship. No, I don't know. I genuinely don't know enough about it, but I just remember it was on Toonami. I hated it, and that's when I was like 12. I thought it was the stupidest thing, personally. I thought the same thing with Naruto. When I saw Naruto and my friend tried to show me Naruto oh. when, when I was in grade school, I just thought it was so stupid. <laughs> wow. I was so wrong. Different what about you, Chambers? What did you folks? hate? <laughs> I got to be honest, I didn't like either. But I had more <laughs> hatred for One Piece just because of the amount of episodes. 
I was like, that's anyway. It's, 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 it's also goofy. Like, like and its presentation is significant, significantly goofier than uh, like Naruto or Dragon Ball. I think that's why I couldn't catch on to it. I, I will, I'm, I'm I will hardcore. say. You're hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> hardcore. I will say. I will say as as the years have gone by. I see like comparisons between like, oh, this is the thousandth episode of like One Piece. This is like the thousandth episode of Naruto slash Boruto. Uh-huh. And the Boruto animation is very bad. Oh, like, no, Boruto's bad. At least the, st- the stuff I see. <laughs> Boruto's like, bad. The animators are phoning that shit in sometimes. When, they, want, when they, they, can, they go no, off no, sometimes. No, no, no. Sometimes Boruto goes off. As someone who has watched, watched all of Boruto, like, it, it goes you off. You watched all of it though? Why? I've watched all of it. But why? It's Mickey. Many, because it's how many because I just, Mickey? Because, because I just watched it weekly and it's like, 20 minutes, like, fair. sure. Fair enough. How many episodes is that? Boruto's not that many. How many episodes is Boruto? I'll look it up real quick. It's probably like 60. Is is Near Peace? Near Peace? Is One Piece near the ending of the manga? Uh, it's in the final arc. It's in the final arc. We'll probably have like four or five years left. <laughs> How often does it release? The, the, uh, it releases... Uh, each chapter releases about weekly. There are breaks like every two weeks. So it's like three three chapters a month, essentially. I am this close to getting into it. I, I'm telling you that. There right are 300 now. episodes of Boruto. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. And most of it's filler. Did you read the manga for Boruto? I like the manga, to be honest. I, I will say that. But um, all right, moving off of that. Um, I started with a little wub wub, and I, I mistakenly said bass. Some of you might be wondering why. <laughs> Lucas and I went to Hard Summer over the weekend. Um, it's very fun. I, uh, I really fun. Lucas, what was your favorite set? Uh, I enjoyed Skrillex halfway because we mm-hmm. left after mm-hmm. that. There was also Luda. Luda, <laughs> he was so bad. <laughs> no, it's funny. I didn't even realize because, like, I was looking at the lineup in the app, the Insomniac app or whatever, when, like, you know, just during the day. And granted, Matt and I went with a group of friends. We weren't, like, gung-ho. We're not, like, huge EDM heads. You know, we went with friends and everything. And uh, it was close to home, too, which was, like, a big plus because it was at the L.A. Coliseum rather than... Chambers, the San Bernardino one. Bernardino. Uh, I went yeah, to the was, one in Pomona, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was closer to us, and I'm not the biggest like EDM head or whatever. I enjoy the music when I'm in events and festivals where it exists. Um, so, you know, Matt and I were just going with the flow, and definitely the Skrillex, and then the, the closer on the hard stage, Yellow Flostradamus. Claw. Yellow Claw and Flostradamus was yeah, pretty Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. And like, we were, you know, like ground level in the LA Coliseum is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, we were in the that. LA Coliseum. Uh, it was yeah. actually both of our first times there. So yeah. that was a little bit of a cool experience. They even lit the torch at the very top. Which was I, really I, cool. I love that place. Yeah. yeah. Was, that's uh, where, awesome. oh, you probably seen, is that where uh, SC Yeah, that's plays? where SC plays. Yeah. Fully? Do you yeah. like that? Dude, that stadium Wait, isn't sucks. it a really shitty fuck, football fuck stadium you. because the it's track. It's a horrible stadium. Isn't, isn't it a shitty it's football all... stadium because the track is like on the outside and you're like even further away than you normally would? Yes. yes. And there's the not like, when you're in there. SoFi, everything's stacked on top of each other. So that if you're in the back, no, you're Of course it's not going to be stacked. SoFi was built fucking this year. The call scene was built in like. Exactly, dude. Carpet bomb. Carpet bomb the Coliseum, bro. I don't give a shit. Oh, my Dang God. Jesus. I'm an SC fan. That place sucks, dude. I love the Coliseum. Sorry. I want to go to a game there just to experience it. I've never gone. Dude, don't Oh, don't go when it's hot. Oh, I, oh it's bright. Because I'll, I'll, no I'll bring shade no at all. Okay, yeah, please. My, my, I'm not an SC yeah, my, or UCLA yeah, fan. Yeah, my, so. my family has season tickets, so like I can usually get to like oh, no. one, one game with a friend. So you'll be my plus one. Wait. 
You guys are both SC fans. Did we know that? Did both of you know that? I, don't I know. think uh, it was we, mentioned before. I think I, I think we that. both it's, shit on Hyatt once because he's a UCLA. Yes, fan. I, th- I think that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Just want to make sure you guys were on the same page. Yeah, awesome, Matt. Should we move it along? Michelle, we got a fun episode for you today. But before you dive in, as always, I want to remind you: you can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at TFE Podcasts. That's at TFE Podcasts with an S at the end. As well, you can also um, shoot us an email, thanksforlingpod.gmail.com. Send in your questions. We like to do mailbag stuff here and there when we can. Um, ask for a picture of me. I'll gladly send you a selfie, whatever you want, really. Um, and as well as I should mention, in the link tree on those aforementioned social media handles, you can find a link to our Discord. The Discord is the best place to reach myself, Lucas, Hot Mickey, um, Chambers, the Milkman, really any of us. And then, of course, as well, you can check out thanksforplaying.live for some written content we've done in the past. I'm hopefully going to get some more out there in the future sometime soon. Um, and just to find some great photos of the TFP contributors, which I will also send to you via email if you email in. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got a fun one for you today, all. going to talk. Well, first, I think we all have a few topics we want to bring up. And then we're going to break down Evo a little bit and maybe talk a little bit about who we think the greatest fighting game player of all time is um yeah should we should we jump into evo first i'm kind of feeling evo right now i just rewatched top six sure yeah we can do it yeah start with Uh, evo i'll let you kick it off then lucas i'll I'll kick it off but i'll be heavily relying on uh hot mickey over here to kind of uh be a little color commentator uh, so to speak but for those of you that don't know evo happened this past weekend in las vegas um, top six grand finals for the main event, which was Street Fighter Six, happened at 7 p.m. in Las Vegas on Sunday the 6th. Um, huge, huge tournament, obviously. We've been to Evo a couple of times, or I've been a yes. couple of times. I guess we all have. I, except Chambers. Um, Chambers hasn't been, but Chambers, we're been. going next year. Next year, okay? I'll be there. Because the, right, so, like, the date for next Evo has already been announced. What, did, what, right. what date did I say? We're booking it. We're booking it. It's July. Right. It's, it's, it's the last week of July next year. So for those of you that don't know, Evo, the Evolution Fighting Game Tournament, it's been around for a number of years, uh, getting bigger and bigger, obviously during COVID and 2020, just like a lot of events that go on yearly, um, it did not happen and it came back with a vengeance and now is, I think, the biggest, it was a 7,000 person Street Fighter Six bracket, yes. which is wild. I think 7, it's the people. largest open competition ever of anything. Dude, yeah, that's, it, it, that's amazing. It was so wild. Did you see the announcement with... The mayor of Vegas and the governor of Nevada. I missed that. I, I missed that. So they gave the founder, the co-founders of Evo keys to Vegas. And they announced that August 6th is now Evo Day in Nevada. Yo, that's tight. I, wow, that's really... I, I love that. I they they even called it, it like... Because Vegas has like so much shit, like the Super Bowls give you played there. Uh, the the Golden Knights, or I uh, forget the the Vegas. Every like, bowling I, tournament in America is played there. there, and they called Evo their biggest event every year. That's yeah. how massive Dude, Evo is for Vegas. I got that's so awesome. I gotta say, bigger, too, than, bigger than bowling. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say too. I um I recently found well one. I recently found out my. Uh, parents neighbor the neighbor i grew up next to um their dad like is a very highly rated bowler and will regularly go to vegas to compete so a little fun <laughs> fact there um two 
and I, I brought this up to Chambers when he and I went to Vegas in June for a uh, for a soccer game. But I feel like, I mean, obviously for Evo, but I feel like just in general, as far as cities in the U.S. to host like major sporting events or gaming events, esports, whatever. I feel like Vegas has to be one of the best. Honestly. Oh yeah, it's, oh, Vegas is sure. an incredible yeah. place to host. An like I think event. other walkable cities are really cool. Like you know, like New York would obviously be a bit more walkable, but maybe not as you know whatever or like Chicago wherever. But I mean, just like with the sheer amount of like variety and options Vegas has, you want to go to a pool party, you want to gamble, you want to drink, you want to walk on the drink in public, walk around the strip, like pretty much the only place in the U.S. you can do that. It's pretty it's it's pretty hard to beat. It's pretty lit. Yeah. And it it makes so much sense too because fighting game tournaments just like you become a spectator. You become like when you get knocked out over the course of a 3-day tournament, when you're knocked out, you have a million things to do. You're in the middle of Vegas. So yeah, it's like if you're, okay, if you're well, salty about bracket, pools, you just go drown yeah, away at the blackjack table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like <laughs> you know, I think um it actually is kind of funny because I think in in Evo when when we went um, or even in like the smash scene, there was definitely like certain players that they didn't take care of themselves throughout the weekend. Like I know Mango like had a rough time cause he would get like pretty drunk sometimes like day one or two. And that was talked about a lot, like in the smash scene here and there. But I think as it's gone by, people have learned to like level out within Vegas, but I'm sure there's nerds just getting super loaded and just showing up hungover to like pools. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And it's just like, Absolutely. Hey, wouldn't have it any other way. You know, that's like part of the, part of the event, you know? But, um, you know, we obviously have a tendency towards Evo. We love Evo. Definitely want to go next year. Um, You know, that all being said, outside of like the large scale of the event, um, the fact that this is the first big Street Fighter VI tournament, we just made a tier list. We're going to go into our tier list and how things stacked up in the top 64 character usage. Very excited to go through that. The literal top six, like every match was a complete battle. It was so sick. Almost every match went to game five. There was a lot of character variety. There was some shit that like I hadn't seen before. Like just seeing like really, really great Street Fighter in person. The arena, the energy of the crowd, like all of it was really top notch. I thought it was a fantastic top six just as a pure entertainment product uh, outside of all the context. So, Dude, and I, I think another means. amazing thing uh, Evo did, the production did, was cap- capture the audience super well. Because e- e- either oh, like, because yeah. just, it was like the perfect volume for it to be captured enough on stream, but it didn't distract from uh, what you were seeing on screen. And it was yeah super well done job by the Evo production. Yeah, and they had a pretty big title sponsor, which was Chipotle. I mean, it was Dude, Evo sponsored by Chipotle. Every every time <laughs> yeah. a Chipotle ad came up, the crowd was cheering so hard. Oh, no, it's pretty Chipotle, great. <laughs> Chipotle can just give Evo like an empty check with how much money they made off of that this weekend. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen uh, people get excited about making Chipotle. waves in the gaming space recently. Didn't they have that thing at a? Summer Games Fest where Jeff Keighley was like, Oh, yeah, they yeah, did. Like, that is so of, weird. Speaking of Final Fantasy, that's type in Final Fantasy <laughs> yeah. to your Chipotle app and get 50% off today only. Yeah, that was that was funny. That's weird. I wonder what Chipotle, like, what Chipotle demo information they're going off of. So, like, gamers in Chipotle must be a pretty big intersection. Pro- it's like Just so food. easy to order. It- and pick up. It shocks me that that's not a. Ga- it shocks me that there hasn't Why been more not, food advertisers in esports. Whatever happened to Mountain Dew? Like, where's the know. Mountain? Where's, where's like Evo so, presented like by such Mountain an easy Dew? Easy sponsor. Yeah, Taco Bell. Come on. Mm-hmm. 
Like we're all the, the Taco like, Bell's going through their own hassle with uh uh what's it call it? Misleading advertising. What? <laughs> oh, Taco Tuesday thing? Oh uh, no, with like uh what the adverti- with false advertising, uh with like their Crunchback Supreme, what they order it, and oh, then what they actually I, okay. get, it's like Literally a quarter find of... me any fucking fast food. Wait, wait, Taco Bell's in trouble. Yes, they're going for showing they're not, larger they're not Crunchback Supremes on That's gonna pictures? die out. That's just they're, 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 they're just trying to live moss, they are baby. Def- they're going through a lossy right now. <laughs> yeah, that's deal with that. That's not gonna go anywhere. That's very Mickey, silly. I want you on the on the beat for that one. I want you to <laughs> yeah, talk about you are on the beat. Right, right. <laughs> cool. Shall we talk? Uh, well, did you guys watch a little a little bit of Top Six? You guys get to watch the whole thing, or I watched the uh, majority. And- I had to go back and I watched pretty much only Grand Finals because I okay. was I was not home for most of Evo. Gotcha. And Matt, did yeah. you go back and uh, catch a little bit of it? Uh, I caught Grand Finals. Um, okay. And I watched a lot of Evo just throughout the week before Sunday, yeah so. yeah i watched some pools yeah it's really fun to just watch friday saturday too just during the day um yeah. it's kind of like uh it, remi- it honestly reminds me personally of like when a golf major's on and you could just have it on for background yeah, yeah. and you just go you just look totally. over and you're like oh sick a good fight or like oh dang there's a jamie let me watch this yeah it's like in golf when you're like oh dang someone's got a 40 foot putt let's just see if they sink it and you could just, yeah. just look at it for a second totally um, let's talk, uh, character usage. Mickey, you want to break this down for us a little bit and then we'll talk about our tier list. Yeah. So, uh, starting off with top 24 character usage, we have a big majority with, uh, pr- split between six characters. So we had in uh, top 24, we had four Chen Li's, four Ken's, three DJs, three Giles, three JPs, and three Luke's. And then the rest of the characters, you have Two Dalsims, one Cami, one Marissa, and one Rashid. And no no yeah. other representation for the rest. And then there were pocket characters like Blanca was a pocket, Manon was a pocket, uh but and then there was another pocket cami. We I'm looking at the tier list. We really we really missed on this one, boys, I gotta say. Cause we don't have any yeah. we didn't put any of these guys in well, I like Chun Li and Ken take the cake, right? We put them in A tier. Or no, we put Ken in A tier. We put Chun Li in B. I, I want to put Ken in S. I, I fought for Ken. We in had S. Ken in S, and then we were just like, "Oh, there's too many characters in S. We got." Is that what happened? That there? is exactly yeah. what happened. It's kind of shocking to me, like that. There's not one more Rashids, and also like no Zangief. No, no, like, Matt. Doesn't that make what you? What so I'm mad? wild. What it's crazy for me is there's no juries. That one yeah. was a big surprise for me because at C at C oh there was a lot of juries. There were there was like four yeah. in like top eight whatever it was yeah feel, that is feel, that is weird. It feels like all the characters that a lot of like the influencers I guess in in the this the Street Fighter space were hyping up as who were the best who were the S tiers like did not perform at all like I I really expected. Like Guile to kill it, Cammy to kill it, Luke, but like they kind of didn't have that much representation compared to like Ken, yeah. Chun Li, JP. JP is me. JP is tight. I'm gonna start to learn JP now, boys. I'm so oh, dude. Bro, was, I actually no. I actually enjoy, enjoy if I didn't get JP. I I couldn't do anything. Oh yeah, no, you, you're <laughs> fucked, Matt. So. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, Matt. You I don't know can. what Zangief does against. 
JP. I, I was surprised that there was in top six. There literally was not a DJ or a Guile. I, um, I was shocked about that That's too. Pretty shocking. Yeah, yeah. Rashid, was, I'm not so shocked uh, about, but shocking. the Guile and uh, DJ, I was definitely surprised about. Yeah, yeah. How did you guys feel about just watching the level of play? Did it was it inspiring? Was it intimidating? Dude, the the one play, I'm not sure if you guys saw <laughs> this match. The Kakeru versus uh, Tokido in losers' quarters, game five, round three. Was that, was that Ken versus JP? It was Ken versus JP. Yeah, that and was it was nutty. Like uh, JP had uh, just used a, I think it was a level one super where he just like spawns a bunch of crystals. And like he yeah. and Ken, his level two Ken, Ken was oh, it's level two. Okay, yeah, but uh, it's his level idiot. two. But Ken, Ken was burned out. I think, I think he's yeah, he, he was. was he was burned out there, and uh, he got hit by one, but he was crouching, so the last uh crystal didn't hit Ken, and then he just and he was going for level the last he was going yeah. he was going for the last one, and he then he level one supers. To invincible yeah, through it, it and that was crazy. Wins the set. Yeah. It was I, incredible ending. One of the sickest sets of Street Fighter. You know what I really like is um, is that this game at the highest level. Watching like a lot of it over this past weekend, and then watching a, a lot of top six was like at the highest level. This game is still super super hyped to watch. I think it's still a really it's so deep too. It's just like, like watching like the footsies, like how they're spacing each other, like what moves they're actually throwing out. And yeah. like how little draft impacts you actually see. <laughs> yeah. But then when you see one, it's really, really sick. Mm -hmm. It's like really, really impactful when you do. And even like, like there's this really great ebb and flow to the game where like when someone's in burnout, the game literally changes. Yes. Like the style oh, of yeah. play, the yeah. offense goes down. And then when both players are in burnout, it becomes like, like the audience just starts screaming. Their yeah, and, and also it's like amazing. what characters you're burned out against. Like if you're burned out against Guile, if you're burned out against JP, you just lose. It's over. You lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw nuts. a lot of matches where somebody has a huge health advantage, but they burn. That happened in grand finals where. Like the Blanca had a huge health advantage. He burns out too soon and then just yeah. like takes an L way too yeah. early. Yeah. Can't blow your load too fast. Yeah. yeah. You, you, uh -huh. Yes, Matt. You said it. Absolutely. Yep. So that was really fun. Um, I mean, we can talk, we could talk through more of the tier list. Do you guys have any other comments on this one? I mean, besides us being shitters, crazy. I just I think the biggest thing that stood out to me about the play was just, yeah, like the lack of drive impact is kind of. Because in our group, like, we kind of use it pretty consistently at all levels. Yeah. Me like slow motion. I also want to give a shout out to the commentators. I, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, it was Yipes and uh, Sejam. They were fucking phenomenal. Yeah. They're, they're pretty entertaining. I was telling Matt earlier, because uh, just before recording this, Matt and I uh, saw the Barbie movie. So we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. Uh, and it's the year of Ken. I it is say. the year of Ken. You know, Ken Ken wins Evo. Damn you. Ken, Ken is Knuff in Barbie, you know? <laughs> People are dressing like Ken. Yep. There's going to be a million Ken costumes uh, Halloween this year. It's a big year for Ken. I'm um, I'm pretty over Ken, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Already? <laughs> Just saw the Barbie movie? Why Black Ken, Ken was fine. Um, Ken in the game, I'm, I'm over, personally. Really, I'm I'm tired of playing. He's kind of playing boring. Edgar's Ken. I'm tired of playing 
every third person I play in ranked is a fucking Ken. It, it is. Every and, third um, person is a Ken. <laughs> they all, they all almost all play the same bitchy way against me. And I can sometimes work it around it, but a lot of times I can't. And it's just fucking annoying. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Matthew. Is it, um, it sounds like a, a Ken problem. Actually. <laughs> um, Matt, is and, it, is it like melee Fox? Would you, would you No, it's more that? like, yeah, because Melee Fox like uh, get, Melee Fox, Melee Fox like okay. gets in on you and like doesn't let you go, while Ken just like throws out a bunch of meaty hitboxes that are like pretty safe, and like if any of them connect, like you just get hit for for a ton of damage. It's I like, think Ken's Melee Falco. That's what I've always compared him to. It's like if every mm, Ken sense. was Amsa's Yoshi. That's how I feel about it. Well, that what? is a weird. They're comparison. all just throwing out weird... shit. And they're all annoying, and you're confused, and you're just upset. But, uh, but Yoshi <laughs> sucks ass in Melee. I'm talking about the emotions. <laughs> okay. And I play okay. Zongeep, so I'm on the moral high ground every time. Of course, of course. Honestly, You're always an underdog. Yeah, yeah. You and you and the couple brain cells in there yep. with the other Zangiefs. <laughs> For the fans. All, all one of them. <laughs> For all the loyal fans. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all that to say... Um, Evo was a ton of fun for sure this year. And next year, I th- hopefully it's even bigger. Um, hard to believe, but it can grow even more. This game is selling like crazy. We obviously love it. You're going to have to add in four more TFP people. Hopefully we can enter Evo. Maybe our bracket will be TFP. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, TFP, Odysseus, TFP, Hotmate. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, and maybe maybe we could do like a little bit of a fan meetup in Vegas around that time, huh? That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Huh? We blow yeah. up. Yeah, I'm yeah. throwing it. Yeah, people, please. <laughs> and if you want to, you could email us to find out when we're going, what what Mickey's room number is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go all the way. Um, <laughs> all right. Should we get to some uh, headlines? Uh, let's yeah, go let's on Evo a little longer because Street Fighter isn't the only game. The second. Uh, I didn't watch it. Okay. I didn't watch Bro, it. Bro, I don't care about stuff, Guilty though. Gear. I, Fuck that <laughs> well, shit. I, the only thing, I only have one meme to bring to the table for this one, Mickey, but continue. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, the second biggest game there was Guilty Gear Strive. And the reason why we're bringing this up is because we're all, like most of us on the pod, oh, we're Smash people. And mm-hmm. Leffen, who is who is known as the God Slayer in Melee for beating the original five gods of Melee, uh, he ended up winning all of Strive. And it was the first time. That's pretty nice. It's the first time a Smash player has gone into a traditional fighter and won a big tournament like this. I just, I gotta, yes. I gotta say real quick. Um, I don't know why. Like, and it hit me before, but the fact that they call him the Left and the God Slayer is pretty fucking. That's like, that's pretty hard. That's a, that's a badass nickname. Oh, I thought you were gonna say yeah. that was cringe. No, no, no it's a badass pretty, nickname. I, I like. Should that we a lot. should we talk through what the god who like the gods are? What it, what a god definition is? Uh, so. Pretty much uh, in like it, it's very easy. Like from like 2012 to 2015, 16. No, it was, bef- it was before that. It was not, it was like 2000. No, it was not before that. Yeah, because the doc came out in like 2012, and it was before the doc came out in 20. It was well, doc came out in 2014. Okay, well, they were gods well before it was before okay. 2012. So sure. I'll say like 2010, 2010 to like 2016, okay. 17 was like the era of the five gods, which pretty much every melee tournament was one one between. One of five players. Mango, Hungerbox, Music King, PPMD, and Armada. So they just they, they only dominated. Lost to they each only other. lost to each other. Nobody was close to them. Uh the game was like pretty much until solved Leffen. until Leffen showed up. It was the first person to really contest it. You still had like Plub who like could 
took a set or two he was reaching it but leffen was the first person to be able to beat all five of them in tournament and win a couple tournaments himself yeah very cool um Great little Smash Bros. Melee lore for uh, the audience yeah, out there. We love that. So yeah, so Leffen moves on to. I know he plays Dragon Ball Fighter. He does look at he and um, he had one. He, dropped, he had one of the most legendary sets in Dragon Ball Fighters. I've seen that uh, one. Leffen it's versus really I think his name is Goichi. Something like I forget what his name is, but he people are gonna FGC people are gonna flame me for this if we do have those. Then no, here. I know I know the set you're talking. I've seen the set before actually, and it was a really it was a really it, legendary. It was one, a sick set. Mickey, uh, me, so I just want ahead, to Chambers. ask one more uh, thing, Mickey. How did Riddles do in in Street Fighter? Uh, I do not know how well right. he did. I'll, I'll just yeah, Google, you'll, you'll have to Google it. that. Google Check it out. So um, Leffen wins Strive. I saw that one. Uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. It looked like Leffen kind of steamrolled. He fucking um, dominated. Was, yeah. Literally, Grant started off with a double perfect. That's pretty nuts. <laughs> like, the gap. How was the gap that It bad? was fucking crazy. Like His character like, looks insane. He just like keeps shooting people. And dude, yeah, and I, I didn't know. Like, there's, there's like one interaction specifically. Like, he just kept shooting. And I didn't ever see him reload. I'm like, where's he getting all these bullets? <laughs> like, it looked like an hell? infinite combo, honestly. It was fucking insane. The game insane. in general looks pretty. Of all the 2D fighters I've watched, that one by far, it looks like. It just has the most going on. It, it, it has a lot going on for it. It looks great in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, it looks, I, it looks I think really it, good. It's a cool mm-hmm. looking game. Um, maybe one day we can play a little bit of Guilty Gear Strive. I know some people that do. Uh, it's just, uh, looks crazy. Uh, so yeah, Leffen does that. And then uh, Mickey, before I, uh, do you have anything else on Leffen? Because I did have I did have another one. I think you'll be interested. I want to hear this first. Project L, baby. Project L, yep. Does it look sick it or what? It looks so sick. Dude, okay. Y'all Chambers, did you catch sword any? looked way too long. It's all yeah. long. <laughs> okay, so Project L, this is, uh, I've talked about it before on this podcast. I, and Mickey too, were very, very excited about this game. It is Riot's new uh, League of Legends-based fighting game. Traditional 2D fighter. It's a tag team fighter. Uh, and wow, it just... I thought it looked cool when they showed like a little bit of a demo about a year ago or like even like a year and a half ago, but they actually had playability, like a playable demo at Evo, and they announced a new character that they're going to have at launch, which is Yasao. And wow, I mean, the game looks... Did I see Yasao? What did I say? <laughs> Whatever. I was very close. To that was not close um, pronunciation. <laughs> he, it, was, it was really cool to see that champion. I'm not even going to say his name again. How to, seeing how his play style in League of Legends translated into like a fighting game setting i thought that was really cool. so what were the four characters uh, it was ari echo darius, darius and yasuo those are the yeah, four playable yeah. characters and like people like found infinite combos already with it with them. oh it's did like they pretty nuts how I, I, I didn't follow are. too much into project l there was a little bit of that going on and riot had a presence there you'll we'll probably see project l maybe at next evo we don't really have a solid release date on the game coming out say, but like no beta really announced or anything nope no no well, no well, there open was, play tests yeah there was yet. private play tests with like people like leffen and um like a lot Maximilian of dude, a lot of fgc people fighting were FGC able people to yeah play test it but honestly i have uh friends out there shout out zulu and, uh, you know, people that play League of Legends that have always kind of played fighting games, maybe they played a little bit when they were younger, maybe Smash. And some people are like, oh, yo, this this might be the one. Um, so I think, honestly, crossing League of Legends with just the FGC 
And I, I just have such high hopes for anything that Riot does, honestly, from a game design standpoint. I just think Project L is really going to take Dude, off. Do we know the name of the title officially? No, it's it's still Project L. It does. It, they say it does have a title, but uh, they haven't announced it yet. Fuck League that. Just tell, they don't have a title. They're but uh, sure. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, anything. Riot is pretty much trying to like monopolize the industry, like with they're just going to control every single genre. Like once the MMO releases, it's going to have the same impact on uh, the MMO space as the uh, they have in the MOBA space, how they have in the uh, FPS space. They're one of the top FPSs with Valorant, and now they could be they're going to be one of the top fighting games with uh, Project L. And the fact that they're going to put shit ton of money into Project L too with prize money, so that like, everybody's going to want to join in on it. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of they money. They have a lot of it. They got yeah. They got that ten. They got that money. They yeah, do they have got that. that they got that League of Legends money. skin. That's legendary skins money. They got a lot of money. Yeah, oh, Matt, are you bullish or bearish on Project L? It'll probably be cool. I'll probably be bad at it and get angry and hate it. So. <laughs> Why do you assume that? You did? Would you assume that about Street Fighter, or did you assume that about Zangief? I mean, I can't really play any other character except Zangief. <laughs> what? What if there's the Zangief? I have an okay Luke. Project I have an okay Luke. Um, no, I, I think probably. I, I honestly, I think it'll probably be really cool. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I, I think there's a pretty. I won't call it easy, but a pretty straightforward argument to make that one could make an argument that I think riot is as a company is like one of the best game developers in general. Um, I, the reason I wouldn't crown that personally is just cause there's no single player, like really good game yet. I mean, everything was multiplayer, which is just different. It's fine. But, um, you know, you kind of have to hit every mark in my opinion, but I mean, the reality is like, you know, you can talk shit about league and talk shit about Valorant, whatever Runeterra, all their games, but for a large amount of people, they don't really miss, you know, um, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, it's pretty guaranteed at this point that they're going to put out a great product. So, um, I'm sure it's going to be a really cool game. I mean, and they have so many characters to pull from so much lore, you know, they can make this, they can make this game have it come out in a year, year and a half, whatever. And then just keep on releasing characters like on a monthly cadence for like ever, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, um, which will keep can. people interested in the game, keep the meta evolving naturally. Um, even without all the, patching i'm sure they'll continuously do for it i mean it's it's cool and um i'm i'm, I'm in on 2d fighters now so i mean i'm excited for it Hell yeah and this, this is an assist based fighter and which is actually say, it's 2v2 it's actually two players control each of the characters and you yeah that's, so that's pretty unique for, it is it's very i unique. think that's it's awesome. so awesome yeah so so just so people know um the the mechanic the main mechanic of the game you know everybody's played or not everybody's played but fighting games that have like a team like marvel vs. capcom uh dragon ball fighters oh and now project l this is like one of those style of games, except it's just one single like tag team partner that you have in Project L. And you could tag them in and they can continue your combo. And that person could be like your teammate, like your friend. So basically I'm playing, I'm comboing off on Matt and I tag in Chambers and he continues the combo with Matt. Can That's you also do be it I think I, I think the assist character has the prerogative to tag in. I don't think you do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Either way, I think like that moment where you hand off the combo to your friend, that's like never, that's like never done. Like that's, that's not common. I mean, I, I'm sure there's like edge case fighting games where that's been, that's how yeah, it's but been played. They obviously but didn't like, do it well enough since they're not very popular. This is, yeah, this is like Riot, like kind of, 
I don't want to go as far as to say redefine, but like finding a really interesting niche mechanic is... and like core gameplay sort of loop that's going to keep people coming back. Like is that I know that there'll be a moment where we get hyped about it. Is it switch. is it really tied specifically for or is it built around that mechanic or is there gonna be like a one v one that's really popular? There's one v one there's one v one v one, there's one v two, there's two v two. Evo, what do we expect? Is it gonna be like or when no this game idea. is competitive? We do not know what it's going to be. Like there could be separate one v one brackets and then separate one v one and two v two. You could just do one bracket putting everything together where you can have singles or doubles people enter the bracket. And you can have like one v two games. Catch, catch me in Lucas Evo twenty twenty. Yeah, no, I I Lulu. I think my main Jim. theory, yeah, <laughs> Lulu Jin. yeah. Okay, so what I think is that Riot is going for a two v two as the core, uh, and I think that's a really smart thing. It makes it a more unique fighting game experience. I think there's going to be like there's kind of more personalities to pull from when you do something like that, and it just makes the game a little bit more unique compared to other fighting games that are one v one. And like, I just think that it's a smarter way to push for a 2v2 style gameplay with a fighting game because it just makes it so unique. And like, just picture Evo Grand Finals and it's like four people up there on like four sticks and controllers and like just the amount of like collaboration and energy that's between those two people, right? And like the natural tension of when it's 1v1 and it's just like that last guy versus that last guy, like that's going to be really awesome. I'm, I'm calling it right now. This is going to be one of the most toxic games ever. I was about, to, I was about to bring it up. I was about to bring it up. Riot is yeah. really fucking... How, bra- how, no, how could no, no, no. it be okay. less toxic? Dude, how could it be more toxic right. than like... Any- Riot knows how to make fucking addictive games because they, they're never solo games. So the people don't never blame themselves. They will always blame the teammate now since it's... Think about it. I there's this sick combo that like... What about TFT my char- or Runeterra though, Mickey? Those are there's a sick combo my character and your character can do together i do my part you tag in and you fuck it up and we lose <laughs> fuck you you, you know <laughs> okay. you lost me the game. okay this is gonna That's, happen all the time i i okay i think that'll be more of a side effect yeah okay, okay i guess yes chambers i, I there's no I, other way i don't think there's, I I don't think there's any way it gets but more like, toxic than league though there's no shot there's no but like what you're just it's it's only one person that you're relying on and this person's basically your wingman or like it's basically your your partner i mean like there's no it's not like there's a team of four other people i know you're on a team with four people that's a lot of trust that has to be in a single person but that's what's gonna make it so compelling (laughs) it is it'll be an like pulling something off with your homie like there, there can't be a better feeling than that. That's that's oh, gonna be sure. amazing. But yeah. the, the lows are gonna be just as low. Are you gonna? Are you afraid that you're gonna drop a combo when Matt hands it off to you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I don't what are you think. Do when that happens, bro, I'm gonna hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> nah, because I don't know. I'm excited for that game to come out. Though. I think we'll all be yelling at each other and having fun and it'll be great. Um, Two more things I want to talk about fighting game related one really quickly. I just want to mention too, in general, like with all the fighting games, particularly with street fighter, that's what I watched most this Evo. I'm so impressed with defense and, and and I understand it so much more now. Like for me playing Zongief, like that's especially with like playing against our friend group, like Ricky, who just rushes at you with Kimberly. Like I (laughs) really understand how important (laughs) defense is now. And, seeing how like people you know knowing oh i need to be standing in this moment crouched blocking like just going back and forth between that like oh this is when i should parry versus not like 
So, so impressive. So I just wanted to shout that out. And then yeah, maybe he has to do a little bit more. I think there's an argument for that. But for me, Leffen is the greatest fighting game player of all time. Okay, make that case because he's won two he's won I, two games. He's played, to my knowledge, at least three at a very high competitive level when you include Dragon Ball Fighters. Probably has the ability to play Street Fighter Six at a very high level. I don't know what his highest DBZ Fighters placement is, but for me, doing it across like Melee and a traditional fighter like Guilty Gear will always be more impressive for me than... Sonic Fox doing really well in like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. And then Fighters and then, yeah. yeah, Mickey, are you looking up? Do you know his highest placing Street Fighter? uh, He has Um, won a Fighters tournament at DreamHack Winter 2018. Who was here? There you go. It's my top. I don't see any big notable names. It's just European people. Okay. Damn, European. No, for me, I'm I'm not against that, Matt. That's, yeah. I I like Leffen. Uh, I, I think it's fair because Melee is so unique and just I, I feel like it's really hard for people to transition from Mortal Kombat, Guilty Gear, Street Fighter, like Skullgirls, like all these other regular 2D fighters. Transitioning into something like high level Melee, Project M, to a certain degree Ultimate is very difficult. Um, it's like yeah. playing with another dimension and um, it's it's very hard. Uh, I, I will... Let's see if Leffen wins anything big with Tekken because that's another... That's like... Is he playing Tekken too? No, no, I don't think. Uh, I oh, mean, no, 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 he has been teasing. Like he, he, he pretty much like touches all fighting games. I don't know if he's yeah. he's going to take it seriously. We gotta wait until Tekken Eight releases. Leffen's I, winning Evo twenty twenty four with Zangia. He, he, he had to. He plays Jury, but uh, he, <laughs> he he had to drop out of. He dro- ended up dropping out of Evo uh, for Street Fighter to focus on Strive. Uh, right, and which apparently was a good choice because he ended up winning the whole. Has thing. any, has anybody ever won uh, two championships at Evo in the same year, like two different games? Yeah, uh, not at the same Evo because there's also Evo Japan. That'd be fucking insane. But they're, they're, they're uh, because uh, Sonic Fox. Maybe? No, it wasn't Sonic Fox. It was the one who just won the Tekken one. He's won four Evos and two years. Oh wow! And all what all games? in Tekken Seven. Oh, I'm talking. No, no, I'm um, talking, no, no. Multiple games. Has anybody won? I, like, I think games. I think Sonic Fox has. Let me let me look yeah, it up. I think so too. Let me look it up real quick. That would be that would be some goat status stuff too. Because like, it, it winning winning like mul- through multiple games in the same year and like being in grand finals or even like a top eight or a top six. That's that's pretty remarkable right there. I remember. I think it was 2018. Well, was he not at Sonic this Fox Evo? Uh. I think he was. I think he was. I, um, yes. No. He played. He yeah, played. He played. I mean, Sonic Fox won uh, Fighters in 2018 and Injustice 2 in 2018. How big is the Injustice bracket, though? Really? Uh, let me. People still playing that? No, game? No, not anymore. In 2018, people were playing it. I forgot about that game. Is that the game with superheroes in it? Yeah, it's like a DC game. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you would like that one, Chambers. Thought that would hit you. <laughs> No, no, dude, I am a notorious uh, superhero hater. <laughs> Chambers, can you find the tweet from Sonic Dang, Fox? It, it only shows the top 361. That's a good number of people. 361? That's a good number of people. Yes, three, that's a lot of people. No. What? That's a, I guess that's a major. <laughs> I don't know. It's all It's all like relative. So That's like know. a small Smash major in like 2018. It's Fair stupid. enough. 
Fair enough. Um, should we move on to some headlines? We got any more Evo talk? Uh, I, I think people are getting a little bored of the Evo talk. I, I, um, uh, should we go over the announcements uh, that were done Evo? Do we care about no. this? Aki. Eh. The Aki I'm sure people saw those ones. Basically, they announced new character DLC for Street Fighter. Well, uh, um, they announced a new... Or Tekken. Yeah. Right? They announced the Nasby 2 mechanics of the game. They announced uh, Roa 2 character. What else did they announce there? Guilty Gear character. Guilty Gear, yeah, Johnny back. coming back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, you can look up the yeah. DLC. Let's move on. <laughs> um, all right, real quick. I'll start, start us off. Uh, I was in Pasadena today. And I saw for the first time ever a ghost kitchen. A what? Oh. Mm-hmm. As in, I don't know what this is. Those that aren't there's, familiar when I'm talking about one, a ghost kitchen. I, I um, drive by one regularly. Yeah. A ghost kitchen is... So when you're on DoorDash or like Uber Eats, you know, any oh, of these no, food I, delivery I, okay. apps, um, you may... There are basically going to be a lot of restaurants that aren't really true restaurants. Rather, they all work... They all have their food come from a ghost kitchen, which is like... A parent, not a parent company, but like a company that you will, um, in some ways it's almost like drop shipping food. Um, it's like, they're going to make the food for you, this company, and they'll do whatever ingredients you need them to do. And then the ingredient that it'll come get picked up at your respective from by your driver at their ghost location and then delivered wherever there can be like as many as, you know, 10 or 20 different restaurants within these ghost kitchens with like different concoctions. Uh, wasn't well, a Mr. Uh, Beast Burgers. Uh, done through this. Get into that. Oh, um, it's part of the story. And yeah, and these ghost kitchens. I mean, they they don't look like you can't see inside them at all. Like there's literally lockers that people have to go to to pick up the food to take it out. Like there's no human interaction in these. It's just the food's put in the locker and the people go and take it out and drive on their way. Efficient, I guess, but kind of like I don't know, dystopian in my opinion. But um, <laughs> anyways, a big issue obviously that comes up with these will be the quality. Um, and some people may remember back when I forget the year that he launched. I think it was 2020 when Mr. Beast launched his ghost kitchen for Mr. Beast burgers, um, had a lot of success, but there were also many, many issues with just quality control because, you know, launching this burger place all over the nation, pretty limited oversight in these kitchens. I'd imagine it's going to be hard to maintain the, you know, the kind of quality that Mr. Beast would really need to have to keep up his, his public image, you know, people were complaining about everything from undercooked food to it just looking and tasting like shit. Really anything you can do under the sun. <laughs> it, it did launch in December, food. 2020, 2020. Awesome. I got it. Um, so recently he has officially tried to cut ties with them. I think the parent company being VDC essentially um, actually suing them for not being able to deliver basically on the quality he needs and kind of just like doing shit with their food. Um, and the company is virtual dining company, VDC VDC now is actually, um, filing a counter lawsuit for hundred million dollars wow. after, because claiming that Mr. Beast is breaking his contract with them essentially. Um, wow. Dang. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I think it's kind of going to come down to whether or not how bad the quality in these ghost kitchens were. Because, I mean, if someone's contractually obligated, I mean, you're contractually obligated, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm very, very curious to see how this one plays out. Um, the deal was set to expire um, in 2024, I believe. However, 
it looks like he just this year in 2022 he officially kind of cut it down um worth noting as well his chocolate bars the mr i think they're just called mr beast bars i think i think they are called beast feastables bars. oh feastables, <laughs> feastables. That's what they're yeah has has also um, has some flame as well <laughs> Um, in fact, within the lawsuit, VDC included a negative review of the Feastables <laughs> saying like, look, it's all shit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Um, so I, I think that's interesting. You know, I I think there's a, a lot of people that collaborate with these ghost kitchens. Obviously, Mr. Beast is probably the biggest name they've ever worked with. Barstool Sports, uh, they do. Oh, do I they? don't know if they do it with that Cheese company, steak? but... Yeah, yeah, pardon my cheesesteak or whatever <laughs> in New York. They they do ghost kitchen shit too. It's um, pretty funny. That's a very um, large company. But yeah, uh, there is a. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, and I'm interested to see how that goes through. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, obviously, I, I remember when all this was happening. I saw a lot of the pictures coming out of the food, and some of it did look like shit. However. I think the problem with the look two, this up real quick, actually. I think the problem with it is like you can't prove that those people posting it on Twitter didn't like take the food out and make it look worse. You know what I mean? Like, there's no real, there's a lot of easy deniability because no one was eating this in a Mr. Beast restaurant. Yeah, either. like they could have thrown it um, at the ground and picked it up. And, and then, yeah. Um, so I, just by virtue of that, I think this is actually a pretty tough case for the Mr. Beast team. Um, and Kotaku reached out to Mr. Beast reps for a comment, didn't get one. VDC did respond to them, though, saying, VDC looks forward to hold, holding Mr. Donaldson and BI accountable for their actions. Um, and, yeah, that is... Uh, I must say, based off the... I'm on the MrBeastBurger.com website. The burgers look fucking delicious. <laughs> I know, they're website. like smash burgers. Yeah. They look bomb. <laughs> they, got, they got a burger that has french fries inside it. and Oh, they got a grilled cheese, too. Okay, I, I, honestly. I'm seeing if, some if they still Yelp sell them. We should do a taste test, right? Yeah, we should. For a recording? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. These look oh, recording. These, these do look bomb. Do you want to get dinner Thursday? Or we'll do it, we'll do it live during a recording. We can all order yeah, we'll do a live recording. We'll yeah. put on the TFP credit card expense it out and uh, we'll and, uh, look at some mr beast maybe maybe recording. i misspoke i think i misunderstood i guess some of these are still dishing them out the burgers so yeah i i just looked <laughs> i just sorry i saw a funny image that i think chambers would really like um it's just like a image of for the fortnite logo and and like collaborating with the mr beast burger. oh heck yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like my totally dream chambers alley yeah uh, <laughs> order just doing Fortnite dances, playing Fortnite, and Orange ordering Justice. the Mr. Beast Burger. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, he, he he can't shut it down yet, but he's tried to. Loser. But, I want to yeah. try the part of my cheesesteak one too. Chambers, have you tried that? No, I think it's only in the New York area. I don't think it's nationwide. No, I think you can do them here in LA. Really? Okay. We got to do like all the all of them, <laughs> all the like collab ghost kitchen foods. No, no, no. We have to do our own ghost kitchen. Oh, oh the TFP, TFP ghost, ghost yeah. kitchen. Oh, wow. What kind of food would we do, y'all think? What would we do? Guys, uh, go I in the Discord. Give like us some a, ideas. Like a chaotic <laughs> olive garden. Okay, yeah. I was going to say the TFP taco. Oh, a TFP the taco? Oh, yeah. TFP taco. Mm. Yeah. And it would have like... Oh, man, hang on. We got we to throw around some ideas right here. Ooh, the I twisted think... TFP... And that's the little cocktail. 
Ooh, mm. if we could deliver some cocktails. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for, yeah. <laughs> thanks for eating. Thanks for eating. Thanks for drinking. Thanks for eating. Yeah. Okay, the, I did the, this. I did those it. are our branches. How about we do like a TFP special combo, and it comes with two tacos, a PBR, and a shot of Honey Jack. Hell yeah. Mm. That's a mat. That's a mat. Right that there. is a mat. Yeah. Yeah. Or we just have a meal called the mat and a meal called like the hot Mickey. Oh, yeah. the, the hot Mickey. That's an easy name the, for a... No, no, no. For no, a hot no dog, Matt's right? combo is just the God combo. Chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You open it. You open the bag and just like a Zangief like, <laughs> arm just comes out and suplexes yeah. you right away. Yeah. My, mine would be the assisted combo. i i think uh there's actually i I can see how this is such a good idea i'm looking at like even the part of my cheesesteak.com one and like yeah all this shit looks really good and it's so it's just so easy because like why wouldn't you order like from even if it's as a joke one time this is still like a really good business for people to be doing literally just food but they Put their name on it, and that's it. Yeah. Also, pardon my cheesesteak. Your guys's promo images are so bad. Please <laughs> but hire, it makes sense. Please, it makes please hire sense. me to do them. <laughs> but it makes sense for pardon my take, though, because like, look how stupid Billy looks. I can like see <laughs> like, the you pixels. Can, you can see the green screen. It looks like even yeah, it's if it even was terrible. Yeah, but this makes sense for part of my take. We need to like, yeah, we need to figure out our marketing image for our ghost kitchen. Yeah. Okay, very soon here, Matt. Let's uh let's do some research on some ghost kitchen contract costs. <laughs> I've I've I'm very down to open a ghost kitchen person. <laughs> or not open a ghost kitchen, but to open a, a restaurant. I mean, I'm all about I'm a entrepreneur, I'm a purebred capitalist, baby. Yeah, yeah you're you're money. a real entrepreneur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, can I go for my headline? Go for it. Oh, yeah, Are brother. you done, Matt? All right. Uh, I don't have a big one. I just this was something that broke earlier. Uh, oh wait, just, real quick, Lucas, do you want to talk about? Barbie, real quick, Oppenheimer. Uh, let's save that for the end. Okay. Let's just let's just do a quick uh, epilogue on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this was five days ago. I know we talked about it in the Discord a little bit, but I just want to give everybody. Uh, I just want a chance to talk about it during recording. Post Malone did buy. Oh the yes, one the ring. One ring. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, huge, huge headlines everywhere. Forbes reported on this. The BBC reported on this. Um, really, really cool story. Actually, there, there was a little bit of uh, cynicism in the Magic the Gathering community that the One Ring would either not really be found, or it would be found like years from now on like a pallet or in some shop. It just wouldn't have the effect that they were really going for, which is really this golden ticket style event, right? And luckily for us, for the audience, for everybody, this had probably the happiest ending this could possibly have. The One Ring was found by Brooke Tafton, a lifelong player of Magic the Gathering. And after the ring was found, uh, Brooke Trafton, did I say Trafton or Tafton? You said Trafton, Trafton. Trafton. first time. Trafton. Well, Brooke Trafton actually reached out and uh, is a fan of Post Malone. Post Malone is notably a huge Magic the Gathering fanboy, big player, somewhat of an influencer, has actually done direct collaborations with Wizards of the Coast and had his own imagery printed on Magic the Gathering cards, which is really cool. And this one ring was sold to Post Malone for $2 million. Uh, there Hell was a fan yeah. meet. Um, the insane. card was the card was minted was uh, fully judged by the appropriate. What does that mean? There's, minted. Basically, there's pe- authenticated. I guess I should say um, there's full authentication processes for all these different Magic the Gathering cards, baseball cards, Pokemon cards, everything. 
And this had a full happy ending. I mean, this person went backstage, had a meet and greet with Post Malone. Bonus little factoid for you guys. Post Malone's real name is Austin Richard Post. Yep. Anybody know that? I did not know oh. that. Surprised Chambers didn't know that. I know he's I'm... a huge Posty fan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't name um, that song. <laughs> Stay? I don't know what that song is. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, wow. I'm for Good real. Song. I like um, Post Malone quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I like Post Malone. Too. You should listen to more Posty Chambers. No, really cool. It was also um, it was also all finalized before Brooke Trafton's 37th birthday. Um, shook hands with Post Malone, pictures, videos, and all that stuff. And I mean, it's two million dollars to a random Magic the Gathering fan who bought a pack, got to meet a huge, huge Magic the Gathering fan themselves, and like Post Malone could afford it. You know, I think it was just like a good use of everybody's money. <laughs> like honestly, this is just the best way it could have yeah, been. It's a very it happy ending. It is. It had a yeah. good ending. Like it didn't go to like some auction, like someone didn't just, a bunch of companies didn't just buy a bunch of packs and then find the ring in an auction. I was really off, afraid like, of that. Baruch Assault style, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, so this is really cool. Do we know how much the guy spent on trying to find the card or if he just came across it? I think he came across it. Um, it's, it, person's a retail worker. Um, I don't think that the person was like out here hoarding collectible packs or anything like that. I, I truly do think it was a little bit of a, a golden ticket Willy Wonka style thing. Damn, I should have. When I was, I should have done this. When I was in elementary school, (laughs) I was in chess masters, and in chess masters, we'd get little like raffle tickets. And then on the last day of chess masters, they would raffle things off, and one of them was a uh, a glass chess set. Um, Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it was sick, and. You could put as many of your raffle tickets as you wanted into it, the raffles to enter a chance for win. I just put one in. I was like, I don't have that many. I'll throw one in. I fucking won it. <laughs> it was sick. Yeah. Just had Did to show that. that chest set. No, dude, that shit got thrown away probably like over a decade ago. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. Well, that's all I had for mine. What you guys got? Um, I will go. Um, okay. I got, I got two, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat and I'm going to bring up two things because they're both related to Microsoft. Uh, one Microsoft, they, uh, they lowered the amount of their free trial from a month to 14 days. We recently talked about the models of Microsoft. Yes. Okay. Sorry for game pass. Uh, you used to get a free month trial and now it's only 14 days and then uh that's fine Baldur's gate um their developers announced that they have zero intentions of ever selling the company to like microsoft or any having any large oh wow Wow. that yeah Um, they just came they just got ahead of that one huh yeah yeah so big prw for them for doing that let's go um yeah i thought that was really cool because i we recently talked about like all the mergers happening and acquisitions by Microsoft. And if anything, it'd probably be Sony that'd go after them because Sony's the one who's got to make the moves now. Yeah. Did that, they say they're not selling true. to Sony? They just said that they weren't going to sell the company period. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So that includes Sony. So don't, don't even don't think get, don't get your Sony. hopes up. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I wanted to, me- or sorry, Chambers, do you have more? No, no, that's it. I wanted to mention, I actually, I bought, Baldur's Gate 3 yesterday and I started playing oh. it. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? Uh, it's cool. I'm only like, I spent like 
I mean, I only played for like an hour and a half, and an hour of that was just character creation. Hell yeah. <laughs> As um, always. It's it's cool so far. Um, I'm not sure I vibe with the combat yet. It's Isn't it D&D? Kind of a big learning curve for me. It is D&D, but just kind of the, the way the combat flows, the turn base is kind of confusing for me so far. Granted, less than two hours in, so it's need some time to learn with it. Um, if I don't vibe with it, honestly, I'll probably just switch to the game to easy mode and just focus on enjoying the story because yeah. I really okay. enjoy like the role playing element of these games. Um, but it's cool so far. Yeah. I'm mad that the game is doing so well because we had that that uh, auction episode. Oh yeah, uh, and Tim Tim got that game. I didn't even know what fucking Baldur's Gate was. I just thought that I don't know what it is. So did, it did he get it for a low sucks. price? You guys got to stay woke. Yeah, yeah. I just was. Pl- blissfully ignorant and that's I tragic feel like an idiot for it yeah i'm excited though trying to trying to find a bear if you know what i mean <laughs> oh, <laughs> why yeah. no you need to find a druid matthew druid yeah, yeah. Me. not just a, not just any old bear dude <laughs> come on now all right mickey close this out uh, here We'll talk about a little Barbenheimer stuff. I am sports out of my mind right now, and I need a distraction from baseball because the Angels have been pissing me off. <laughs> You're sports out of your mind in August? Yes, because uh, like, yeah, dude, like I've the been, worst I've been listening to like every Chargers podcast I can get my hands on. I've been following oh like so many God, training camps. Dude, I'm gonna flame you, <laughs> I've, Mickey. How many fantasy leagues are you in? Uh, I'm in two right now, and potentially three if we can get the tfp one going we still need like three more people to fill out the league oh, so we do. We do. this is a call out for that as well but I, i've been preparing my fantasy boards seeing what players i want and i'm so stoked is that is that your yeah your that's my headline? new headline it's just okay. uh, i just right, that's cool angels that's cool the angels didn't trade otani they didn't trade otani but they went on like a five game lose streak got full swept by the fucking mariners and then dropped to one game to the otani crying dropped a game to the giants last night which was stupid they won today thank god Uh, (laughs) let me extend your uh your subject a little bit give me a prediction mickey what's gonna be what's gonna be the record the chargers have by the end of the season Ooh, I, I have. I'm very optimistic with the Chargers. I think. <laughs> I, 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 oh, I love that. The greatest I, sentence I, I've ever heard. Going to be. I think they. Crushed. I think they win the AFC West over the Chiefs. Oh my God, that's a classic what? Chargers I, take. I, I think. Oh my God, I think they do it this season. Now, Mickey, Mickey are you self-aware oh with God. your delusional thought, oh, absolutely. or are you just having a delusional thought? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. good. I no, was just no, like, I, 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 I hope Mickey has a little bit of awareness. I, I know it's delusional. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, this is like thinking like great. my dad's gonna hope. come home. Like, <laughs> you know, like he, he said he's only going Dad'll to get some love milk. Me again. <laughs> He'll be back soon. <laughs> yeah. Dang, we, Mickey, uh, we should go to a Chargers game. I'd be down. I'm down. They're cheaper than the Rams. Two thousand dollars. I'm. How much are they? With parking, with all that bullshit, it's gonna cost. It, a lot it'd of money. probably be a couple hundred bucks. No, no. Way. it's only a hundred. I said a couple hundred. You could get if it, that's how much the park. That's how much the parking costs, if, Michael. If they're playing someone like the Panthers or something, you could get a ticket for for probably like. 50 60 bucks and then you can park somewhere other than the yeah actual stadium I, I would think it would cost for like 40 bucks yeah I, I think it would probably cost like no no so if i so if i tickets are now like 200 minimum what i went to a i went to a couple rams games last year and really? they were both i paid like 40 to 60 okay. for my well tickets. I, i'm already planning on going to the 
Bears Chargers game because uh, my brother's fields. my brother's girlfriend is a Bears fan, so I'd go with those two. And I was yeah. planning on going to the Cowboys game. Uh, I'm having like a big bachelor par- uh, bachelor party for a friend who's getting married in January, and uh, a lot of us are into football, so we're gonna we're planning on going to the game, but we're just gonna just toast it at uh, my mom's house instead, and just fuck around and watch the game from there. Hey, I'm down to go to a game with y'all. Uh, I've actually never been to an NFL game. I've never been to SoFi. Uh, personally, I would like to go to a Rams game so I could say I could ask everybody whose house we're in. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, really hey, la- la- last season, uh, it was the Chargers' house. Okay. It All right, was... fair enough, Mickey. <laughs> Is that why you're so delusional right now? No. Okay. <laughs> Justin Herbert <laughs> just signed Rams his... suck ass. Yeah, Rams do suck ass. And it just shows that all the Rams fans are just bandwagoners. Oh, yeah, me included. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, yeah. yeah, Justin Herbert just signed his big contract. We got uh, Kellen Moore, the, the one of the brightest offensive minds in the NFL. He's going to take us to the moon. I'm excited for you to have all this hope, Mickey. Yeah, because my... This is going to lead to some no, really yeah, good content. My, my, yeah, my, my dreams always get crushed by my teams. I'm not allowed happiness, so this hope is all I have before the disaster happens. Yeah. So let me when, have it. Mickey, when will you call it a disaster? Like, what date, month? Like, at what point in the season do you go, it's over? Uh, let me look at the, or let not me look at the schedule. Because I, I don't think it actually... Because we have a pretty easy start uh, schedule. So if we, like, go, like, two, three at the start, I think it's a disaster. <laughs> okay so when would that be like week like weeks uh after week five if we're two and three which is like uh first or second week of october it'll be a disaster okay alexa remind me to ask mickey (laughs) about the team october 15th what time october 15th should i remind you 8 p.m hopefully that's like right when we're recording we'll see if that ends up happening okay it's be really good excellent alexa stop Jeez, she's always trying to sell me something man all right should we jump over to barbenheimer real quick yeah all right well actually hang on you guys haven't seen barbie yet except me i haven't seen either and i'm i'm planning i'm planning just this will be in me and matt conversation real quick um matt first of all which did you like more barbie or oppie uh, I liked Oppenheimer more, but I think Barbie was extremely good as well. Yeah, I like Barbie a little bit more. Uh, again, we just watched it earlier today, and yeah. um, I thought the movie was fantastic. I, I pretty much was laughing the entire time. I thought the it's production very design, fucking funny. It's really funny. It's and I thought the production funny. design was really, really, really good. It was exceptional. Like, yeah, yeah, the color, like the use of like graphics and like. I don't know. Just the costuming was incredible. Um, and I just love that. I feel like they packed a lot in for Barbie as well. Like they somehow covered like generational mother daughter relationships along with like feminism, along with like modern masculinity, um, along with like corporate America, consumerism, capitalism. They like really jammed a lot in there. Yeah. And it was um, a lot in an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> It was short. It was short, like half the yeah. runtime of Oppenheimer, which I thought was interesting. But um, I got to say, I mean, Margot Robbie killed it, but I think Ryan Gosling's character had more opportunities to be funny than Mar- um, Barbie, Margot Robbie's character. And man, Gosling just fucking killed it. He was awesome. Um, he was really good. I 
funniest just performance I've seen in a, a very long time in any movie in general, I would say. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you there. He killed playing like the dumb hot blonde, basically, but for a guy. Um, yeah. And it was fucking awesome. Sublime. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. When he says sublime, I thought of you, actually. Yeah. A lot. I feel like that's the new Matt. <laughs> the new Mattism. Um, yeah, yeah. You guys should see it. I, I do highly recommend uh, it to I'm Chambers. I'm definitely doing a double and, uh, feature of I'm, Barbenheimer. With a friend of mine. see you this week. Yeah. I, I got to say, yeah. obviously, um, Lucas and I didn't do the double feature back to back, but um, that would definitely be pretty intense. Um, I, if you're going to do that, Mickey, I would say definitely start with Oppenheimer. Oh, no, I would definitely start with Op- Oppen- Oppenheimer. Um, I feel yeah. like doing the opposite might like... I don't want to give you an aneurysm. Um, <laughs> yeah, get a, get a meal in between, too. Like, yeah. go get some canes or something. It, yeah, yeah, it definitely wouldn't be straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Matt, I, I agree with everything that you just said. Uh, it was uh, really, really great. This is actually my second time watching it. I saw it when I was in Mexico City uh, last week. Uh, I don't know if you guys told the audience that I was in Mexico City. Did you guys mention that one? Yeah. yeah. When you recorded without me? They no. are aware. They are. Okay. Thank God. Well, this is going to be like all out of sync because I think this is coming out this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then your episode's coming out next week. Anyway, I was in Mexico City last week. So How did they... Without me. Was it like Spanish subtitles or was it... English with Spanish subtitles. Yeah, okay. it was yeah. it was pretty cool. So at the end, where he's he's it said soy Ken. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, oh, I thought Simu it was, was great too. I want to say Simu was pretty good. Yeah, there's like some really bad press that he has though with the cast. Apparently, he uh, wasn't getting along with some folks. But really, anyway, anyway, that's our little spoiler-free little walkthrough here. Um, both summer blockbuster movies are. Really worth seeing. I mean, I'm not the biggest Oppenheimer fan, but I still think people can see it. Um, I know a lot of people will enjoy it. I think Oppenheimer is one of those movies where I would, I'd still recommend it to people because I think more people will enjoy it than not. I'm just not one of those people that's enjoying it. But I do highly, highly, highly recommend Barbie for pretty much every age group, everyone to see. Bring the whole family, see it twice. Uh, it is, it is fantastic. And um, there is a really cool stat for you guys. Uh, Barbie's on track to be like a billion dollar movie by the end of the year or in the Dang. next couple months by the end of the summer. There's just no other movies that are worth seeing. <laughs> like the Meg 2 with Jason Statham came out. Are you guys down oh for that? Oh my gosh, I yeah. saw that. Blue Blue Beetle with starring George Lopez. <laughs> coming my out. boy George Lopez. You guys are down to see that? Batman's a fish. Um, so, uh, We're kind of down to see Blue Beetle. There's just not... I think Barbie just has a ton of legs, uh, both domestically and internationally. So it's doing really well. And at that point, it will become one of the top 20 movies in terms of finance uh, of all time. And I think it'll be the first directed by a female director. Uh, It won't be the first with a female lead, but female lead and female director is, I think, the stat that I saw. So by the end of this year, it will be big Barbie-like year. This Halloween... I'm Barbie, just, I'm just waiting for oh, all yeah. of like Hollywood to try to recreate the Barbenheimer hype by trying to combine two random movies together. Dude, they're gonna try, I know, right? They're gonna try so hard to recreate the magic, and it's not gonna work. I know, yeah. I know. This was it was really to both their benefit oh, that they were yes. both on the same opening uh-huh. again. Really, yeah. really solid. Next, they're gonna do like the Polly Pocket movie and like a Holocaust film at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be like a cheap imitation. Yeah. There was, uh, I did see a, a weekend when The Dark Knight came out. It came out on the same weekend as Mamma Mia, which I think is a pretty cool, <laughs> really yeah, great. It's kind sick. of on the Barbenheimer train right there. And Dark Knight is Christopher Nolan, interestingly enough. So I thought it was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, was Ryan Gosling's hair bleached or was that a wig? I'm pretty sure it was, I think bleached. It was bleached. By the way, Matt, yeah. how do you feel about trying out the Ken ab workout? There is there you can look up what Ryan Gosling did for those abs. Ken ab Roids. Hey. I mean, honestly, yeah, some <laughs> probably not steroids, but some peptides for sure. You know what um, they do actually is, I mean, there is specific workout workouts that they do. Maybe, yeah, some some extra juice, but they just dehydrate male actors a lot of the time. Them to that like, too. Yeah, like yeah. sit them in a sauna. Stop drinking but, water if you want to look good. Um, yeah. Bicycle crunches, 20 reps on each side, total of 40 reps. Hanging leg raises, perform 15 reps. Mountain climbers perform 30 reps, 15 on each leg. How many? Okay. Side planks with hip dips. Side planks are very hard. I've actually started incorporating side, side planks, planks more. Suck. They go uh, and Russian twist, 30 reps, 15. I mean, that's if you're just doing one round of that, that's not a lot, actually. Oh, no. Okay. Two complete rounds still. Okay. Uh, look, and well, then, I'm down you know, to do we'll that a, workout, but we'll get a pep, peptide. That's what we need. Peptide. Yeah. Tell us what drugs we need to take. Um, yeah, we're all gonna take trend. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, sick. I mean, this is cool. I mean, if we all want to get abs, we'd have to eat very healthy. Like, yeah, it, it's that. it's a food, deficit. Food's too good. Yeah. How Otherwise, we, yeah, you'll just food, get a food too good. <laughs> <get>. Food, <laughs> food op. Uh, yeah, and also we wouldn't be able to order any part in my cheesesteaks or Mr. Beast burgers because yeah. I doubt that that's in the Ken this diet. This is bad for content. Yeah. Everyone remember. Abs are made in the kitchen. That is the truth. Dang, that is Matt. the truth. Okay, dropping truth bombs. All right, yeah. let's wrap it up, Matt. Uh, tell the people where they could find us, interact with us. Again, everyone, as always, you can find us at TFP Podcast. It's at TFP Podcast. That's on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, as well, if you go to the link tree on there, you can find a link to our Discord. Best place to get in touch with really any of the good folks involved in the podcast. Go to thanksplaining.live, check out all of our great written content, and then you can just send us an email at thanksplainpod at gmail.com. Um, go like my TikTok. I think the last one I posted was really great, and it didn't go viral, and I'm kind of still salty about it. Um, go like it. It was great. Um, and hey, everyone. This has been... Thanks for playing. Catch you next time. Scooby Bop! Thanks for playing as a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockaby. Our music was done by the impeccable Samuel Luna. And our logo design was done by the talented Isaac Palestino. Special thanks to the Roll Call Bunch and Red Circle. 